With so much negativity being yielded at the youth of our nation, it seems hard to find any signs of a bright future. Coming from a legendary past, the new generation of Bahamians seek to take this nation to heights it's never seen. That's where the youth perspective comes in. We seek to display tomorrow's leaders in every facet of society. Each show will focus on today's pace setters, trendsetters, movers, and shakers, and the next generation of great, impactful Bahamians. We seek to uplift, motivate, and encourage our listeners. Tune in as we address issues of importance with wisdom and intelligence, all from the youth perspective. And we're back. Welcome to another edition of the Youth Perspective. Yours truly, Cashigan Adderley, in your company. All right. And, of course, uh, Season 5 of the Youth Perspective. And we do this each and every Saturday night. And, of course, uh, thank you so much for listening into the station that you're listening into right now. All right. And, of course, we have a great show lined up for you. Been doing a few different episodes and giving you a different flavor um, from a different set of persons. And don't forget, the Youth Perspective is all about... Um, showcasing the youth of our nation and really shining a spotlight on young people just doing incredible things in all facets of society, all right? And so we have two wonderful women joining us on this edition of The Youth Perspective. It's going to be great. So just sit back, relax, uh, and, of course, you know, find a comfy spot and turn up your radios, all right? And so, of course, first we have joining us Dr. Kitty Adderley. She's the Adderley, so she's cool with me. Uh, also, we have the one and only Aaron Brown, a Paralympian, all right? And so we're going to find out all about that great stuff and you know, let you know, all right? So uh, good evening, Ladies, how y'all doing? We're well, thank you. Yeah. Good evening. We are amazing. Yes, it's, yeah. it's so great to have you both joining me on this edition of the Youth Perspective. Um, as we talk about uh, physical fitness, you know, it's the summertime, getting up, getting out there. And, of, of course, as uh, we talk about just moving those bodies, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you know, the, the car go off and stuff like that. You just sit inside and, you know, just kind of go sleep. <laughs> you know? I don't know who wants to stay inside when the current go off, but I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as as we start, before we get into all that other stuff, just tell us a little bit about you, about you both, uh, so that persons out there who might not be familiar with you could, you know, be a little bit more familiar with you before we get in our conversation. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, thank you much. My name is Dr. Kitty Adley. I'm a mm-hmm. physical therapist. I've uh, been a physical therapist for 19 years. I'm a senior physical therapist and owner of Handling Your Health, Wellness, and Rehab. Mm. But today, I sit in this seat in the capacity of lead Mm -hmm. for physical activity for all ages, which is a subcommittee of the Healthy Bahamas Coalition. Mm -hmm. And what the Healthy Bahamas Coalition is, is a group that was formed in 2015 to serve and help the country deal with the challenges of non-communicable diseases. And so we're talking about hypertension, diabetes, cancer, diseases that may um, derive from alcoholism, smoking, and we're tackling different areas of the of the of the country, different areas of of 
different issues, health issues, to see how we can make a dent and make positive changes in the overall health of our country. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, we, we're going to be doing a lot more shows uh, with the, the coalition too, that we can make sure that we are getting a healthy Bahamas because of course we have persons all over uh, the uh, islands listening in, South Florida, Jamaica, Turks and Caicos, and of course we're listened to by a tremendous amount of people. And so it's really time to get our nation more healthier, get us moving, and we're going to talk a little bit about obesity and we're going to talk about all that good stuff. Uh, so of course, our Paralympian, let's talk to you and uh, let's tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Good evening. My name is Erin Brown, and I am with Erin Brown Connects. Ah. And that speaks to disability advocacy and disability inclusion management. Mm-hmm. Now, we're speaking about physical literacy, and you've heard that I am a Paralympian. And in the discipline of the triathlon, which is swimming, cycling, and running, I am currently training to represent the Bahamas in Paralympics in 2020 Paralympics in Tokyo. Wow. So at this time, I am the first paratriathlete in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas. Wow, and, and you're on my show. My God, I, I am, feel, feel so blessed. I am debuting <laughs> on your show. Right. And it's a beautiful, beautiful time uh-huh. to be here to speak tonight, especially with the youth perspective. Yeah. And what is important for me is when it comes to youth is the representation. I know a lot of you may have never heard of the Paralympics or Paralympian Mm -hmm. or even the fact that me as an amputee, um, also known as a limb difference individual, I walk with a prosthetic leg. My leg was removed from cancer and I am still an athlete. Mm. I'm still an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I'm an advocate, I'm a speaker, I'm still a mother. Right. And so tonight we want to definitely share with you that physical fitness, physical literacy is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Everybody, yeah. Now let's, let's start this conversation off because... Um, eh. I, I often hear some just people say weird things. All right, you know, uh, uh, you know, people want to start moving, they want to start exercising, but you know, they're out there, they're sweating, you know, they're exercising every day, and they don't lose a pound, right? <laughs> and then some persons, uh, you know, it, it's their diet, and so and so they may try and cut back on a few things, but they don't really see any anything happen. All right, they 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 kind of stay the same size and stuff like that, and you know, some persons just have this weird thing with you know something's gonna take you. So I might as well eat how I feel like and, you know, not really exercise like that. So let's start a conversation off there. How do persons get started moving? How do they get started uh, just making the transition to change their their habits as we talk about healthy habits? Well, I mean, you said a mouthful, Mm -hmm. right? And so we're talking about physical activity. Let's just start with physical activity Mm -hmm. first. Physical activity is movement, mm-hmm. any type of movement. Mm-hmm. And what's so important is that we, we're not moving enough. Right. Right. You mentioned I don't lose a pound. Right. But, you know, weight loss is just one small one small section of what physical activity is all about. Okay. We know the health benefits. We've studied the health benefits. Science has revealed the health benefits of being physically active. Mm-hmm. We know that it can prevent or it can change or it can reduce or 
put diseases in remission like diabetes, if you have heart disease, high blood pressure, we know that it has positive effects um, with fighting cancer, positive effects with fighting other um, autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. And so weight loss is just one thing. We want a healthier heart. We want stronger muscles. We want stronger bones. We want better blood values in terms Mm -hmm. of blood sugar levels, blood cholesterol levels. And so let's not just look at losing weight. Let's look at it as gaining health, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so like you said, we just move. So WHO, the World Health Organization, they have stated in their guidelines that everybody should have at least 150 minutes of exercise per week. Okay, okay. Now, if you want to do that 30 minutes a day, if you want to do it 150 three times a day, well, 150 once a day. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we know that regular, continuous exercise is what's the benefit for us. So we yeah. just need somebody to get up and move mm-hmm. and just start the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, you know, what's, what's interesting is that there, there is, uh, and I, I sound like an advocate, there is this new park. Right, mm-hmm. they just open up in Silver Gates. All right, and uh, I have been telling everybody <laughs> that I can find about this park because it's just so amazing. And um, what what the government did is that they they put this track in mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, like I don't want to give it the wrong name, but it's like almost like a shock resistant track in a sense. Like okay. yeah, it's like almost like a foamy type of track. Mm-hmm. And so for those who have you know the knees ain't too good, when you walk on it, mm-hmm. it feels like so good. It's like mm-hmm. better than walking like concrete and cement and stuff like that. And so. Um, I think that even the government at large um, and persons uh, in that field is even moving toward helping um, behemoths and persons that visit the country to be more healthy. We're seeing more of the uh, parks with the... uh, the uh, apparatus, the apparatus on them, so that persons can exercise. So mm-hmm. if you don't have the money for the gym, right, you know you could go. And then of course we got like a million beaches, exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. that you could go and walk on, right. So uh-huh. that the evidence is there. Yeah, Every, the evidence everybody is, there. is saying physical activity, physical activity, physical. We were physically a very physically active nation 30, 40 years ago, maybe wow. even up to twenty years ago. We walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kids were outside playing. Our kids don't play much anymore, and this is why we're really here to stress the fact that we want our youth to become more active. Because mm-hmm. what we're seeing it's early onset diabetes. We're seeing wow. children with hypertension, high cholesterol issues, the obesity epidemic in our youth. I mean, we can't deny it, mm-hmm. right? And so before we get sick, injured, painful knees, let's get our kids exercising again. Let's get yeah. them from in front of the laptops, the desktops, the um, tablets. Mm-hmm. Let's get them outside even more, right? Um before I know growing up we had to stay outside until the sun came down Wow! right you ran outside you played in the yard you jumped you hopped you skipped you had this level of understanding you had this level of competency but now kids are kept inside for various reasons lack Mm -hmm. of supervision Um, you know sometimes we we, we have changes in in the way people approach our children so you have to be protective definitely but we we need to start encouraging that more Mm -hmm. I I don't want to knock the games because I know we have gamers out there Yeah, but we remember there was a big push for Wi-Fi and Connects and all those mm. other games that had you stand up and be more interactive with the games. We need to encourage our children to do that more so mm-hmm. they can be more physically active and fight against all of these non-communicable diseases that we see rising in our young, our youth population. Yeah, and I, and I think, too, that it, it helps, um, you know, that parents... We, we do it as a family. You know, right. We go out and we walk as a family. Uh, I remember uh, my dad would always talk about, you know, when they were growing up and, you know, he would walk from Enos Jumper Corner all the way to Government High. And, you know, <laughs> this was kind of things that they used to do mm-hmm. back in the day. And, and it was I guess, fun. Yeah, it was. I, I guess so. He never started. He never told me it was fun. But I mean, you know, it's just what they did. Uh, but I guess maybe, you know, as society moves forward, you know, we get cars, you know, we get, uh, you know, there's more mobility. Um, maybe the physical activity 
maybe declines a little bit. And so I want to bring you in, Aaron, at this point, uh, as we talk about uh, persons who are limb different mm-hmm. uh, and how, how do you approach um, physical activity uh, from either persons with one limb or mm-hmm. two limbs or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, what I would like to add to the conversation, especially about the new park. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful park. Um, that texture that you're speaking about, that ground, that's also great for wheelchair users. Okay, nice. So persons who are definitely interested in getting some fresh air, getting out, taking your family out now, mm-hmm. um, having more family moments together, they can go around those circles mm-hmm. with more ease now. All right, so the wonderful thing that you're speaking about when you're referring to the park, it sounds like the park is a very accessible place for persons who are using wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Um, they can go out with their families, have more family time. And um, for me, when I'm thinking about physical activities, we have a stigma when it comes to disability that when you become a person living with one, you therefore have no more ideals, goals. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else that's going to happen for you in life. And um, physical activity is definitely one of the things you must maintain. Mm-hmm. Your body is a muscle. And um, regardless of what may have transpired or you may have been born that way, mm-hmm. you still have to remain active and right. all in 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 for the ability to be successful or to even thrive in life. For mm-hmm. me, I've been an amputee or a limb difference individual for 15 years now mm-hmm. due to bone cancer. So yeah. I was well in my 20s when I was diagnosed. Wow. But I grew up, when I heard you spoke about your father mm-hmm. and that long walk, I mm-hmm. sure you were saying, what is wrong with this man? <laughs> yeah. Why is he? What, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I grew up in Grand Bahama and mm-hmm. me and my mother... We had bikes. Mm. We rode all downtown. We lived in Seahorse Village and we rode downtown. And I I used to pass my friends in the car Mm. and they're looking at me like, girl, you want a bike? Mm. Like when I see them in school the next week, they're like, why were you and your mom? Because my mom was interested and Mm. always passionate about staying active. So we as parents even have to, and I didn't think we were weird. Mm. I really, I I enjoyed the fact that we cycled. Mm. And so what that implanted in me, even becoming a person living with a disability, I am still an active individual mm-hmm. that find ways mm-hmm. to remain active. Mm-hmm. Because even if you don't have parks mm-hmm. and then you have the beach or you have access to a pool, mm-hmm. there are ways and there are things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Instead of while you're watching your television, your favorite show, mm-hmm. you can exercise during the commercials. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can. You have to become a creative individual that is so important to you of your health Mm -hmm. that no matter what happens, you are going to be an active individual. Mm -hmm. So standing and and, and having this conversation um, from a youth perspective, I know we like the the, the trends and we want to be known for this and known for that, but what had sustained me and continues to sustain me is the more you get out there, the more you learn, Mm -hmm. The more persons you meet, Mm -hmm. the more opportunities you will garner. If you stay home and you just complain and say all the things that you don't have, Mm -hmm. it will remain. Mm -hmm. 
But if you get out there and you meet persons and don't be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah. Um, I wear a prosthetic leg. So some may have seen me or, or if you're on social media, Aaron Brown Connects, if you go to that on Instagram or on Facebook, you will see me with a prosthetic leg in a wheelchair sometimes or using a pair of crutches. Mm-hmm. And that is because I have chosen this lifetime, mm-hmm. as long as I have breath, that I am going to continue to move by mm-hmm. any means necessary. Right. And I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. I have a 15-year-old and a 3-year-old. And if you think you sitting there saying, I feel like doing nothing, when you trying to get your parents to move and mm-hmm. they won't move, what you do? You just go out, call a friend, let's mm-hmm. go Let's go walking somewhere, or let's mm-hmm. just go sit outside. Right. Do not hold any excuses for yourself to mm-hmm. get out there and move because the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I want to touch on, okay, you want to go ahead? You want to jump on that? Yeah, I definitely want to jump on that because this is why I'm so passionate as a physical therapist because my whole function in life is to make sure other people function. Mm-hmm. So as Erin talks about people that have physical challenges, this is mm-hmm. why it's so near and dear to my heart. And I was mm-hmm. so excited when she decided to join the team mm-hmm. because we're so busy talking about physical activity mm-hmm. for, for able-bodied people. Mm-hmm. We didn't consider or we weren't giving that much attention to the ones that had challenges, mm-hmm. right? And so we understand that there's a gap. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we want to do with the physical activity for all committee for the HBC is to create avenues and opportunities to educate the public. So, yes, if you have a child that's born with um, cerebral palsy mm-hmm. or spinal bifida that may not move like a normal able body child. And I put I use normal very loosely. Yeah. Right. Um, where we're, we have these areas, these opportunities, these seminars available where we're going to talk more about it. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the youth. We also want to keep the youth healthy so that the age of very well and they yes. won't be our disabled older people, right? Because right? you're right. talking about bad knees. When did the knee get bad? Mm-hmm. Right? Most people don't have an incident mm-hmm. of trauma. This is just because they didn't take care of themselves when they're younger. Mm-hmm. And then also as we speak about non-communicable diseases, we see mm-hmm. the manifestation of cancer. Right. We've seen the manifestation of hypertension that can cause strokes that leaves somebody disabled sometimes Mm -hmm. depending on the severity of the stroke but also the manifestation of people with diabetes that may lose a limb to a diabetic um, episode Mm -hmm. right so this is why we're really really pushing physical activity for all and understanding that you do have health professionals like your physical therapist there Mm -hmm. to guide you to give the advice to get back into or get into a good physical activity program you know what it's like it's like reading a book Mm -hmm. you know it's like eating vegetables um, you know, we don't do it. We don't. We don't like to do it, but we must do it. Right. Um. You know, for not even a better future, but just a better today. Yeah. You only you have know? one body. You only have one. So body, whilst right. you're young and you're listening to my voice right now, take care of this one body. You can't trade it in, yeah. right? We still have it. We're doing stem cell research. We're growing heirs and we're growing teeth, but right. we're not growing back a whole body. No. And if you can do what you can do now to stay healthy, mm-hmm. to stay to stay fit, and mm-hmm. It's not just about the weight. I want mm-hmm. people to understand that. You want to have a healthy environment to live in, and that's mm-hmm. your body first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So young people, please take care of your body. Stay mm-hmm. physically active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And if I can add, I want to encourage all of you 
who are living with disabilities, we hear the word disability and we cringe sometimes or we hide and we we feel that it's a negative connotation. It is not. Mm -hmm. I am a proud disabled person. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I want to to just clarify some terms that you may have heard because when you hear able-bodied, I know a lot of us feel like, well, I'm able-bodied. And Mm -hmm. you're right. Living with a disability, you are Mm able-bodied. And so persons who are not are non-disabled persons. Mm -hmm. And so when you hear someone speaking about you living with a disability, know that you as a person comes first Mm -hmm. and you are the representation of how persons will treat you and and how you think about yourself. And so I want you to really sit down when you're listening to this, because I know the representation for youth living with disabilities are not Mm -hmm. very, very high. Mm -hmm. You don't normally see it. You don't see persons who who are are homegrown or natives that are doing amazing things, but they do exist. And I dare to say you are one of those persons. And it is now time because all of these programming of physical literacy for all of organizations like Aaron Brown Connects and and all of these NGOs, Mm -hmm. we are here to help you thrive. We are here to give you that voice. We are here to get you out there and moving and being that representation that we we absolutely lack. Mm -hmm. And so I want to encourage you tonight as you listen to this, think about those things that you've always dreamt about doing. Everything that you, everywhere that you want to go, all of the careers that you want to head towards, you have the ability to do all of it, Mm -hmm. every last ounce of it. But it starts with a healthy body and a healthy mind. Mm -hmm. And even though your body is unique, everyone's body is unique. You now have to learn how your body moves Mm -hmm. and how you can get it to move better Mm -hmm. so that you can do exactly what you want to do. It's two things I want to touch on um, in this last few minutes we have. I want to talk about stress um, because I I know that it's uh, not something that you can really see per se, uh, but a lot of persons in our nation deal with stress. You know, when they look at their bills, they deal with stress. Sometimes when they look at their kids, they look at they're dealing with stress. They jump in their car, they're dealing with stress. And what I found is, you know, just getting out there, doing like a little 20-minute walk, it just, you know, just, it just, oh, it just everything just falls off you. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, you still have to go back to some of the things. Yes. But you, you have, you have some time to just have a free flow of just thinking, of just peace. You just out there in the park, or you by the beach, and you just smelling the fresh air and the, the sea breeze, and you know, it really does do wonders if you're dealing with stress right now. Well, what I can give you the best kept secret, if you mm-hmm. did not know, your breath. Your breath, okay. Your breath, mm-hmm. inhaling and exhaling nice. is the best mm-hmm. <laughs> stress reliever mm-hmm. that we all have that is free 99. <laughs> and what happens is if you notice when you're upset, your breath becomes very short. You start going like this and you're not really thinking. You're you're depriving your body with a lot of um, with oxygen. So everything tends to feel more intense. But if you make a conscious effort to now say, okay, I'm going to breathe in, I'm going to breathe out, that same notion that count to 10 before you say or do anything it literally can help you once you start to recognize your breath if you even and i know we love to google google how many breaths that you take in a lifetime and you would be surprised the amount of breaths that you take in another thing that i want to remind you is we live in the most beautiful place in the world that people save their lunch money 
They save their paychecks for months to come and visit for two to three days at mm-hmm. a time. You have that outside of your door. Go and get wet. Go and sit on the beach. Enjoy the breezes. Enjoy the fact that you are placed on this earth specifically for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that purpose comes with stress. But that stress is your portal Mm -hmm. to your greatness. Mm. So you have to start somewhere. And your breath Mm. is the best place to start. So, and you talked about stress, right? Mm. And we talked about the benefits of physical activity, physical exercise. So Mm. a lot of times we just think of it as being very physical, how Mm. it manifests in the body. But mentally, we know that when you exercise, when Mm. you have physical activity, your body releases endorphins. Those Mm. are your happy drugs. Mm -hmm. This is why you feel so good after you start exercising. Once you start getting those um, muscles going, those hormones start getting released, you you get happy, happy, happy. Stress comes off of you. And this is why they're now advertising or prescribing, I should say, physical activity, prescribed physical um, exercise prescriptions to tackle certain things that are presenting. Not only that, when they did the research, they found that children that were more physically active in high school and in primary school had better performances because what it also did is it stimulated their brain activity. So they were able to concentrate better once they got that extra activity in. Mm -hmm. So there are multiple benefits to physical activity. It's a holistic approach, not just to... How does my body look? Mm-hmm. My blood pressure's down, mm-hmm. but my mind, where is my mind? Good. Mm-hmm. And in my cognitive skills. Mm-hmm. And then just to know it boosts your mood because mm-hmm. you know that you need to be physically active. And now yeah. when I'm actually engaging in that, I know I'm doing something to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And so that in, a, in itself is a stress reliever. Yeah. I mean, even though it's Saturday evening right now, Sunday, I'm going to go on my nice, you know, a nice walk. No, maybe go for a swim. And uh, enjoy myself. Y'all got me. Y'all got me excited. I'm ready to go on a walk right now. <laughs> now, now this is that this is on a different. This is on a little different tangent. Mm-hmm. And I think we could have a whole show um, talking about mental health and 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 you know just that that side of things is in the emotional side as yes. well. We could have a whole show on that. Yes. But I wanted to touch on um, from your side, Aaron, for persons who um, and this is a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. Persons who park. <laughs> In the, Ooh, handi- in the handicap, the hot spot. button, the yeah. hot seat. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're talking about physical activity, and so this is a little, little veil. But since mm-hmm. I have you here in front of me, um, hey, you got me. I know for me and my wife, uh, where we see it, and obviously, you know, it's always the best spot in the parking lot. It's the one closest to the door. <laughs> but but we don't do it because you know we we we're not handicapped. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. and we believe that you know if persons are out there and that is prescribed for them. Mm-hmm. then allow them to have that. Yes. You know, and of course, you know you wouldn't do it in the States, for sure. Well, yeah. you know, that's the term we like to say. I, mm-hmm. I call this the hot the hot seat issue that we love to speak about when we speak about disability is disabled mm-hmm. parking. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of disabled parking, um, it is the purpose of it and the reason why it's at the door is for persons because of the limited mobility or because of um, the need to be as closest to the entrance. Mm -hmm. So if you have a disabled parking spot that is five spots down, Mm -hmm. it's not a disabled parking spot, even though it's blue. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, the whole purpose of a disabled parking spot is mm -hmm. to be closest to the entrance of that establishment, that mm -hmm. building. And then it has to be wide enough to also include persons using a wheelchair. So mm -hmm. the door has to open, the wheelchair needs to be out. So the extra lines that mm -hmm. you do see is not another parking spot. Mm -hmm. It is actually there for persons using wheelchairs, mm -hmm. service dogs. It gives it gives them room to, to turn. And then after that, then there's the ramp to get into the building. Now, we find that persons like to say, I'm just running in. I'm, I'm just going to be quick. Um, I, I just need to use this spot. Um, mm -hmm. Disabled people don't use it anyway. Mm -hmm. Why do we have it there? And it is not just a convenience. It's a right. Mm -hmm. It is a right for persons living with disability to have accessibility when they are making their runs in transportation, where they're doing their daily routines, that it is a right mm -hmm. by law that they have. Mm -hmm. So when you park there in the blue spot and then you're argumentative, you're defensive, you're, you're, you're saying to me, who has a decal? Mm -hmm. I can't park there because I, I, you know, I just felt like running in. Mm -hmm. We need to have an inner conversation. Why was it okay for me to park in this spot knowing fully well that the purpose of it mm -hmm. is to assist or be accessible for another human being who wants to do the same thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. They just have to do it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I encourage persons, we don't need to fight. We yeah. don't need to cuss. We mm -hmm. don't need to, to get out of order. Mm -hmm. But when you pull into that spot, even if you're having a rush day, think about the person you are inconveniencing. Yeah. Because there's usually one spot or no spot. And many times when I pull into places and I see someone there, I park somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Why do I park somewhere else? Because this is the day that I don't feel like having the argument with somebody. Yeah. Now, other days, I will pull behind you wow. and I will park put my car in park and I will go into the store with you. Mm -hmm. And now you're out there and you're blocked in mm -hmm. and now you're upset mm -hmm. and you're saying, who is this person parked behind me? And then I go, that's me. And I'm, and I'll be done in a minute mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you are now sitting there being upset for something that you did mm -hmm. that was unnecessary mm -hmm. blocking someone that needed that spot, but it's okay. We're all getting our stuff done today. Right. Right. And so, it's different ways that you would want to address it. And, and, but I encourage persons, mm -hmm. disability rights is our human rights. Mm -hmm. We are no different from you other than we do things differently just like you. We're all differently able. Mm -hmm. We are all, all of us are differently abled. Mm -hmm. So let's treat each other as such mm -hmm. in a human fashion. I love it. All right. Now, before we go, uh, closing words, uh, any closing comments as we get, we get back on topic now? Cause, but I had to put that in. I had to make sure we said that uh, during the show. Uh, as we talked about obesity in the country, as we talked about physical activity uh, at work, at home, uh, we talked about all the benefits, not just looking slim and trim, mm -hmm. but, you know, also a better mental frame, a better, a better emotional frame um, from getting out there, exercising, moving, releasing those endorphins. Any closing comments you ladies want to leave with the listening audience? Okay, I would like to encourage all persons living with disabilities that this is about your health. And if we do not stand and speak up 
for ourselves. We then cannot encourage or inspire others to join us to do exactly that. There are resources, there are opportunities out there for us, but we're not going to be able to access them if we stay home and we complain. Um, Use your social media as a way to connect with persons. We do know it's difficult sometimes to get around because you're dependent on others, and especially being a youth. If you ain't catching the bus, ain't nothing really happening for you unless someone come for you. So I would like to encourage you to to use social media to find out the opportunities that are out there and use the moments at home or wherever you are to become active. Whether it is you decide I'm going to do five sit-ups today, if you're in a wheelchair and you want to move more with your arms, you can do this, but you have to start. You have to start. And once you start, I assure you, you will attract so many more to you. All right, Dr. Kitty. All right, and I would just like to say to know that we are here for you. Mm -hmm. There are resources that are here for you. There are people that are volunteering and giving up their time. The thing is, like Aaron said, you have to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. And social media has made so many more of us more accessible. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, reach out to us, Handling Your Health, Wellness, and Rehab. You can leave me a DM just if you have questions about it. If we have enough people with asking for the same thing, we can come together. The HBC, Aaron and I can create programs and, and workshops and seminars through the HBC to answer these needs and meet these needs. This is why we're here. We want involvement. We want engagement. We want you to become active. And we're more than ready to start that for you. In our field, we say exercise is medicine, Mm -hmm. right? And I say if you rest, you rust. And if you don't move it, you lose it. So please, 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 young people, take care of this one body that you've been given. It's the only place that you have to live. And we're here to serve. Mm -hmm. It's been my pleasure sharing with you guys. All right, ladies, uh, it was uh, tremendous, tremendous having you on the show. And I look forward to the shows that we will do uh, in the uh, future, in the near future. And also, I see some different little segue shows we could do. So many great things that we got to dive into. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on another edition of The Youth Perspective. Season 5, ladies and gentlemen, and it's heating up uh, because we have some great shows that's really going to be more health-related. That's also going to be toward um, giving back to persons in the community like like the last two shows that we have had. And, of course, so we are joined by Dr. Kitty Adderley. She's Adderley. She's cool with me. Uh, the one and only Aaron Brown, who we are looking forward to seeing in the Tokyo uh, Paralympics in August 2020. All right? So mark it on your calendars so you can make sure, you know, put the reminder in your phone. Aaron is going to be on the triathlon. Rapping the 242. Yeah, representing the 242. <laughs> she going to hold a flag. We can say it now. She can get the gold medal. We can put it out there now. And so we can watch her. We can support her uh, as she goes out there and she does what it is that's in her heart to do. All right. And of course, represented this uh, show by the Healthy Bahamas Coalition. And we're looking forward to talking with them much more. And uh, as we help to make this Bahamas more healthy. All right. Have a great evening, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. This is the Youth Perspective with yours truly, Cashing and Natalie. I'm trying to be great. And I'm on my way. Way up. Way up. Way up. It's never too late. And I'm on my way. I'm going to leave my mark. Ready, set, go. 
Ready, set, go. Ready, set. I hope you enjoyed another edition of the Youth Perspective. Stay tuned for more interviews, more in-depth conversation, great music as we seek to encourage, empower, impact, and uplift our youth of this nation. Here on the Youth Perspective, we'll see you next time right here on the Youth Perspective with Kashik and Jamal.